Though I tried valiantly, I was not one of the lucky ones who scored tickets to Taylor Swift's Eras concert as she toured the U.S. Trying to get tickets in Chicago was laughable, so I tried other cities, to no avail. Wasn't too, too upset by it because my small one is only 10 years old. We have plenty of time to see her again. But when she released a movie of her concert, I was not about to let that one sneak by us. I bought tickets several weeks ago, and we finally got to see it. We were floored. I honestly didn't think seeing a movie of a concert would be an incredible experience, and I was wrong. I loved being able to see things we wouldn't have been able to see at the concert, like her chipped fingernail polish, the red soles on their shoes, the faces of all the dancers and band members, and her bangs plastered to her forehead from sweat, just like mine do when I ride my bike. But more, I sat there in awe as I watched this 33-year-old command not just a sold-out audience in L.A., but in movie theaters across the country. Kind of makes you wonder what you've done with your life. But also, dang, she's a PR dream. Everything she does is a lesson in how to do PR extraordinarily well and how long it takes to execute it flawlessly. On this week's Sucks podcast episode, we'll drill down into what she's done well and how you can replicate her success in your organization. If you're a communications pro who works hard, doesn't compromise quality, and gets the job done, welcome home. We'll share our tips, tricks, and stories, and together we will change the face of PR. Spin sucks, but we don't. With the Spin Sucks podcast, here's Jenny Dietrich. Welcome back to the Spin Sucks podcast. I'm Jenny Dietrich. I like Taylor Swift. Her music is fun and catchy. I have a great memory of being at Inbound when Shake It Off was first out. I was standing in the hotel lobby with Chris Penn and some other friends when it came through the overhead speakers. Chris Penn, of all people, started to belt out the song and do a little dance. To this day, it makes me laugh. I mean, come on, Chris Penn. Even Chris Penn likes Taylor Swift. He will probably hate that I just told all of you that story, which makes it even more delightful. But even still, I've never considered myself a Swifty. And then two things happened. I started working with a woman who was a huge fan. I mean, huge. Everything she does is Taylor Swift related, and it's hilarious. When Midnight's was released, she stayed up until midnight and messaged us all that it was out. Of course, most of us didn't see the message until the next morning, but we appreciated the effort. The other thing that happened is my little one and her friends became obsessed with her. When you have a bunch of little girls in the back of your car, they always request Taylor Swift. You're surrounded by it, so you sort of have to give in, right? But even still, it wasn't until I saw her movie that I really got it. She came out on stage and took a minute for herself to soak it all in. What a great reminder for us to stop and smell the roses. I'll bet she stood there a full 30 seconds and just looked at the stadium. A sold-out stadium full of fans. And she took it all in. She also seemed so real. I mean, for lack of a better term. I've seen so many great performers in my day and heard lots of great music, but I've never seen someone so relatable. From the story she told and her self-deprecating humor to her chipped nail polish and bangs stuck to her forehead from sweat, she seems like someone you genuinely would like to hang out with. And I guess Travis Kelsey is proving us all right. But even if you don't believe all the hype or are not a fan, there's a huge lesson here. She is a public relations master. Let's talk about how. Her authenticity is unapologetic. 
Remember a few weeks ago when we talked about storytelling and I joked that the number one rule is to be authentic because every one of my tips began with authenticity? Well, it turns out that that's what makes Taylor Swift a super mega star. She's authentic. Authenticity is my noticing during the movie that she seems so real. You can't fake that. To be authentic, you have to, in the words of my mother, remember who you are and what you stand for. This means that you must clearly define your brand values and stick by them, even if it means you'll eventually piss someone off. There are plenty of Taylor Swift detractors, but she doesn't stray from who she is. I laughed out loud when she said, I'm just a millennial who sits at home covered in cat hair. That makes her approachable, authentic, and real. She has retaken control of her art, so she's a master storyteller. And during her concert, she talked about how each era represents her life. And it was easy to put yourself in the same spot from high school through adulthood. Of late, one of the stories she has mastered is retelling the errors of her career and journey by taking back the rights to her music. As she re-records every album, she labels them with Taylor's version, so fans are invested in updating their playlists and only streaming her version of each song. And that's not just about storytelling either. It's a genius business move that gives her control of her art without relying on or giving royalties to someone else. And speaking of genius business moves, when Ticketmaster bombed the selling of her concert tickets, she moved to release her concert film more quickly. She cut out the Hollywood middleman and went straight to AMC theaters. Not only did it provide an opportunity for more people to see her in concert for a lot less than the price of a concert ticket, but it boosted her personal revenue in a big way. And she's an engagement master. I love me some user-generated content, and so does Taylor Swift. She engages fans by hiding Easter eggs in her lyrics, music videos, performances, public appearances, and promotions. Her costumes, props, elaborate stage design, and dance moves hold clues about future projects, eliciting wild analyses, speculation, and fan theories on TikTok about what these cryptic messages could mean. By doing this, she infuses elements of surprise to engage her fans by including videos they've created using her creation. It's kind of akin to the Star Wars fans. She allows her fans to create stories inside stories inside stories, and then she highlights some of her favorites publicly. There's so much more that she does, but I want to have time to talk you through the Taylor Swift PR playbook that you can use in your own campaigns. So I'll pause here for a second and then be back to do exactly that. There are two things I want you to know about. The first is the Fundamentals of Media Measurement course that we just launched with Muckrack. And the second is the PESO model certification. Both will help you evolve your career this year as you learn how to measure your work using the PESO model to get you there. The Fundamentals of Media Measurement course can teach you how to measure your earned media efforts, create a successful measurement strategy, and report on your success. It will take you about two hours, but it has quick bite-sized lessons you can take when convenient. It has actionable tips, step-by-step -step approaches, and examples from Jonna Burke, Christopher Penn, and me. Go to mrac.co slash spinsucks to learn more, get registered, and start your measurement journey today. That's mrac.co slash spinsucks. Please be sure to use that link because I get a gold star every time someone registers, and I love gold stars. And for those of you who need to evolve your career, learn how to integrate the work you do with marketing and amp up your measurement efforts, the PESO model certification is for you. Step up your game with an academically accredited PESO model certification from Spin Sucks and the SI Newhouse School of Public Communications at Syracuse University. 
Learn more about that by going to spinsucks.com slash academy, or you can go to spinsucks.com and click on academy in the navigation. And now back to the show. Are you ready to have the same kind of PR success as Taylor Swift? Let's do this. Authenticity is key. Could I be more of a broken record lately with the authenticity drum I've been beating? But that is the number one rule to all of this. Storytelling, controlling the narrative, engaging an audience, and excelling at PR. There are many ways to do this and not to do it, of course. But the general rule is that you must know who you are as an organization and what you stand for. That means if you upset a subset of your audience because of your core values, you can live with it because you're not faking it. For instance, I named my second business Spin Sucks because I hate, I mean hate, the idea that people think PR professionals lie for a living. This means everything we do has to be above reproach, and that's part of our story. Do we make mistakes? Of course. But ethics is our guiding light, so we use that to make good on our mishaps. I explored this idea with the San Diego Zoo a few years ago when I was visiting with my family. We had a private tour, and they talked about how much they do for animals and conservation. Our tour guide said, everything we do has to be above reproach because we don't want to harm any living thing. So while there will be tractors, the San Diego Zoo has them, Taylor Swift has them, my team and I have them, it's easy to stay the course because it's a value you will never stray from. Plus, if you're truly authentic, your audience will back you up forcefully when a mistake is made or there is a crisis. So be authentic. Develop a strong brand storytelling. So we talked about this a few weeks ago. People relate to stories. Stories build trust, and people buy from people they trust. Storytelling provides an insider's view, and it helps leaders demonstrate vision, inspire action, challenge the process, enable others to act, and engage the heart. After all, people are more likely to remember something if told through a story, and it moves them. Build and engage with your audience. So invest in building a loyal and engaged customer base. So many executives look at the community we built with Spin Sucks and they say, we want that. And I always say, great. It's going to take years. You will get frustrated because you won't see its value immediately. So you'll shut it down before it's time and blame us for it not working. And then they argue with me about why I'm wrong. But I'm not wrong. Like Taylor Swift has spent 20 years building and engaging with her audience. We have spent 10 years. It didn't take either of us that long to build community but it did take more than a few weeks or months, longer than most want to invest. All to say, part of your PR playbook is to build and engage with your audience. So set the budget aside to do that and be okay with not seeing a return on that investment for several years. Create philanthropic initiatives. Align your brand with social causes that resonate with your audience and align with your core values. This demonstrates your commitment to social responsibility and it enhances your brand's image as a socially conscious and caring entity. To boot, it will set your brand apart from your competition. It shows that you are not solely focused on profit, but on giving back to the community or addressing social and environmental issues. It also provides compelling stories to tell, and it engages your audience on a deeper level. Both things your Taylor Swift PR playbook needs to include. Next is strategic PR management. So if you don't already have a crisis management plan, get one. We talked about this recently, too. A crisis plan is akin to having insurance. You should have it just in case you'll eventually need it. And in today's world, it's more likely than not that you'll need it. If you don't already have a skilled PR team to help you navigate challenges and maintain a positive image, you know where to find me. 
but find someone or a team to help you proactively address issues and clearly communicate your brand stance. The next thing you want to think about for your PR playbook is to cultivate partnerships and collaborations. It's challenging to go it alone, particularly when you need to reach new audiences. That's where collaborations and partnerships come into play. Work with brands and influencers that align with your values and seek partnerships that expand your reach and introduce your brand to new audiences. The collaborations should be authentic and mutually beneficial, just like Taylor Swift cutting out the Hollywood middleman and going straight to the theaters. Next are awards and industry recognition. And listen, I'm not a fan of awards and industry recognition, mostly because they're pay to play. I feel like if you're going to win something, it should be organic, not because you paid for it. But I also recognize that winning these types of things helps you reach new audiences if they're strategically placed. They will help you build trust and credibility, even if you pay to be considered. Then engage your fans or customers. Create loyalty programs, exclusive events, or rewards for your most dedicated customers. Hide Easter eggs in your content. Make your customers feel valued and appreciated. When you do these things, they will become your most powerful sales force telling everyone who will listen to them about you. They will create content that you can use. They will provide word of mouth marketing. They will amplify your good work and they will even help you create new products or services. I often lean on the SpinSucks community when considering something new because they're always willing to help. Surprise and delight. So we know that Taylor Swift does this really well, right? To engage your customers, you want to occasionally surprise them with unexpected announcements or releases. This can foster a strong emotional connection between your brand and customers. When people feel valued and appreciated, they're more likely to remain loyal. It can also be a great way to generate new user-generated content and include your community in your efforts. Some ways to do this might include sending personalized thank you notes or gifts to loyal customers, offering unexpected discounts or freebies, hosting exclusive events or product launches for a select group of customers, recognizing and celebrating customer milestones such as birthdays or anniversaries, or conducting random acts of kindness or charitable initiatives on behalf of your brand. And then the last thing for your PR playbook is to stay relevant and adaptable. I tell this story often because I continue to be impressed by it. When I served on the board of a company that sold right before the pandemic, the timing of that was impeccable, the founder would begin each meeting with a state of the industry report. It was incredibly helpful to understand where the industry was and where it was predicted to go in the next quarter, the next six months, and the next year, because it informed many of our decisions. If you can do the same thing at least once a quarter, you can adapt your brand strategy accordingly. You can continuously refresh your content to keep it interesting and timely. Every year, I share our first blog post to show that with practice, everyone gets better at all things communications related, even if it's their expertise. Taylor Swift did the same as she evolved from country crooner to pop megastar. Don't be afraid to evolve to stay relevant. The playbook is a large one that will take multiple years to execute, but hopefully Taylor Swift and I have given you a great place to start. Be authentic, become a master storyteller, build community, give back to society, be on top of crisis management, cultivate partnerships, submit for awards and recognition, engage your customers, surprise and delight, and stay relevant. That is how you will win. And for this podcast to stay relevant, I would love it if you would leave a review, especially if you've liked what you've heard. And if you'd like to learn more about how to explode your PR playbook like a megastar and you're not already part of the Spin Sucks community, 
get your butt over there. We'll help you. You can find us at spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. That's spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. It's a community full of crazy smart professionals. It's free. It's fun. It's smart. And you might just learn a thing or two from your peers. I'll see you next week. If you're ready to change the face of PR, make sure you subscribe to the Spin Sucks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating and a review. 